for a month would make anyone wary of pulling any more hijinks at school. When I make my way through the office door, Miss Sam, the school secretary, greets me with a somber tone and a sad face. That chick is always happy. As a result, I wonder what is wrong with her today. She nods her head for me to walk into the principal's office, and a slow sense of dread starts to build in my stomach. I have never felt like this before, so I don't know what to make of it. This feeling is worse than the time I walked through that cemetery at night. Even worse than the time I watched my little brother crash into the curb with his bike, flip over the front of his handlebars, and give himself a concussion and a broken arm. Something tells me whatever is happening on the other side of the closed door is really bad. Realizing that scares the shit out of me. I take a deep breath before pushing the door open and entering Principal Dubois' office, where two men in Army Class A uniforms wait. I haven't done anything wrong, and the recruiter came a while back, but I declined the opportunities once I signed my football scholarship acceptance. What's going on? I ask, stepping all the way into the room. We're here to escort you home. Officer One simply replies, no emotion, no explanation. Escort me home? I question as panic starts to build inside me. My first thought is of my 12-year-old brother who is in 7th grade at the middle school. I wonder if he's getting the same call out of class. I have been taught since he was born to look out for my obnoxious little brother, so I can only hope he will be okay if he gets pulled out of school too. Slightly panicked, I blurt out, Is everything okay? Are we going to get my brother? Does he need to go home too? They still show no emotion as the other guy answers in an almost robotic tone, We can't answer your questions, son. Just come along with us quickly and quietly and we will take you to your mother. Holy shit, what have I done? This dude sounds serious as hell. However, as I think back over the last few months, I swear I don't remember getting caught doing anything that would warrant this kind of trouble. Hiking my book bag up on my shoulder before it has a chance to slip off, I give the soldiers a silent nod. My legs are shaking so badly they feel like spaghetti noodles. All I can think about is... If I get in trouble on the base, my dad is going to get in trouble too. Then he will ground me for the rest of my life. The next 15 minutes, walking out of the school, getting in their car, and driving away, are a blur. My mind incapable of processing what could be happening. My thoughts race with a bunch of questions, but I fail to come up with any answers. As we pull up to my house, I realize I need to wipe my palms off of my jeans because my hands are too sweaty to open the car door. I try to take a deep breath to calm down, but there doesn't seem to be enough air. My chest feels like there is an elephant sitting on top of it. Why the hell can't I breathe? When I finally get out of the car, I still at the sound of my mother wailing from inside our home. Uniformed army men. Mom crying. Dad is away. The revelation hits me harder than a tidal wave crashing onto a beach and eroding the shore. The world freezes around me. The sky, although blue, seemingly fades to gray. Unable to hold my head up anymore, it drifts down until the brown grass beneath my feet comes into view. It is dead. It also is the only barrier between me and the realities I do not want to face just inside my front door. My dad's last command replays in my head. Remember, start mowing in March. I don't want housing to leave a chit for your mom while I'm gone. I'll be home before you walk the stage, Ethan. 
His last deployment, we received the piece of paper and reprimand. Their chit, informing us of our responsibilities of lawn care and the exact specifications required of us. Dad got one at his location, too. We do not want that to happen again. The day after that conversation, my dad was gone before I left for school. Training. He's gone for the TDY. Temporary duty. Not a deployment, not a mission. Training. We spoke to him last night. Now my mom is hysterical just inside our house while I stand in the yard with two soldiers. That can only mean one thing. The brown grass isn't the only thing that died. Chapter 1. Hammer. Show some titties, some drunken shithead yells from the crowd. I can't tell who said it in the dim, crowded atmosphere. Honestly, I don't...